On today's episode, we are going to take a look at why ARK Investment is so bullish in the digital wallets and fintech market. This could be big news for Square, PayPal, C Limited, Mercado Libre, and much more. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and get your free stock on Webull. The link is down below. So let's get started. So this is episode three of me reviewing ARK's investments, big ideas for 2021. If this is your first time here, don't freak out. Each episode is individual, so you don't need to watch them in order. Episode one, we took a look at deep learning. Episode two, we took a look at virtual worlds. And today we're going to take a look at digital wallets, where I pretty much just break down why ARK investment is bullish in this market so all these three episodes i have done so far are markets i'm very very bullish on right now virtual worlds i want to say was probably my favorite because it covered a lot of the gaming department all right so digital wallets also if you guys want to download the pdf it is for free on arc investment they give it to all investors even if you don't have any of their products um so digital wallets arc investment beliefs represents a 4.6 trillion opportunity in your pocket so they believe that venmo cash app and venture funded startups are likely to upend traditional banking by activating the mobile phones the bank branches in users pockets and handbags today digital wallets are beginning to penetrate the full traditional financial service stack including brokerage and lending and this is pretty true i believe we we saw it pretty strong this past year with covid situation and even though both cash app and paypal did some form of lending prior to COVID 19 for them being able to lend out the ppp loans here in the in the united states and maybe they also did it worldwide if whatever you whatever government in your country gave out loans um gave out kind of some form of stimulus loan for small business small to medium-sized businesses um i do believe that helped kind of infiltrate the market for these applications like venmo like cash app i personally had some family members or some friends who never used paypal or who only thought of paypal as a peer-to-peer lending or venmo or cash app but because of their business they actually went with them to go with the ppp loan so that kind of brought more customers into that and now those people are going to talk to their business people those business people are going to talk to their employees those employees are going to talk to their friends and it just trickles down so and it's just a perfect example right in the first ppp loan that was given out here in the united states a family member of mine for the first person they went to was their personal bank um, which is a, just, just one of those traditional either city um santander jp morgan one of those traditional banks they didn't get it from there and then they ended up going with like paypal or venmo or cash app i forget which one now in the second ppp loan that is being given out here in the united states they didn't even bother going with their traditional banks they went straight to whichever one helped them out last which was i think paypal so overall like i said and i don't believe this is just a one person thing it's happening all around the united states um so this is definitely a great move for for paypal for cash app and these digital wallets and also now they're now you're more known to them that they can do lending and another form of brokerage right i mean right cash app we can take a look at their website real quick they do payments they do banking they do cash card and boots investing in stocks or in bitcoin with paypal right you can now enter in crypto as well they're kind of becoming a broker in crypto and who knows maybe eventually with this they might start also heading into stock investing or some other type of brokerage so currently right now um digital wallets are valued between 250 dollars to about 1900 dollars per user but could scale up to twenty thousand dollars per users 
by 2025 and this is where they represent that 4.6 trillion dollars and we're going to take a look at what that means for some of these stocks so arc investment also shows us how the overall exposure of digital wallets or third-party mobile payments has increased and this they show us one of the biggest uh populated countries right now china right so china in 2015 right here you can see how low their china third-party payments were compared to their gdp now when we take a look at 2020 you can see this huge growth now china third-party mobile payments are almost three times the size of their gdp where in 2015 they were hardly about 20 percent of there and i'm pretty sure this scale is is happening very similar all around the world from europe to asia to here in the united states next arc investment was nice enough to give us some of the players that are within this market these are not investment advice they say obviously they just put some of the players within each region for example in north america we have cash app right we saw that is square for those that are not familiar with the stock price we have venmo venmo is paypal for those that are not familiar sofi um i, I know i believe they might be going ipo soon they there's also chime and Robinhood, but those are not public public right now and to be honest i wouldn't buy robin hood at the moment but one that really stuck out to me that i did not know about was mogo but mogo is one that i found interesting right now they have a market cap of about 300 million dollars and just to put in perspective what is the market cap of square square has 107 billion dollars so this is a thousand times smaller than square right now and paypal has a market cap of about 316 billion i recently just did a small twitch stream on mogo um and i ended up purchasing once i started looking more into it i have a small position just to keep on watch list and later this weekend i'm gonna do a little more research on it to see if i want to increase that small position to a way bigger size or if i'm just gonna sell out so right now i just entered it but if we go to mogo's website right it, it pretty much looks like a paypal or a square right so they have um cryptocurrency trading uh i do believe right now it's only bitcoins they also have bitcoin cashback and rewards they have loan protections they have mortgages they have your traditional banking lendings as well primarily they are in canada but they are expanding into other markets so this is a company i'm going to do a little more research on later on i just want to say i recently did buy this on friday for a small position now if we take in south america right the only one i found public was mercado Pago, which is owned by Meli or Mercado Libre. Maybe some of you guys, if you guys are more familiar with the South American market, feel free to share some more. I, I do believe another one actually out there would be Stone ticker stne that kind of does fintech services and they have a market cap of about 25 billion dollars what else did we see here in the presentation in in europe i wasn't able to find any that were public from these again if you guys are familiar with the europe market or maybe the african market or the asian market uh, alibaba pay i'm pretty sure that's alibaba and i'm pretty sure tencent has a few one as well there's also momo um, which i do believe is publicly traded as well but they gave us some good ones so definitely if you guys are watching the video feel free to post on the comments and let me know this is a market i have become a little more bullish after reading it i was already bullish in the digital wallet and the fintech but now i wanted to be a bigger portion of my portfolio this is crazy in the united states digital wallet users are now surpassing the numbers of deposit account holders look how long it took for example jp morgan to get these types of users and they're kind of like flattening out it, it, it takes them 
only they only jump after major acquisitions cash app and venmo have already reached more numbers than jp morgan's deposit accounts in a matter of like four or five years that that shows you the power of these cash apps and how many people are moving into them and why are they so so sticky or why they're so easy to grab into first digital wallets can acquire customers for a fraction of a bank's customers acquisition cost and this is something i i I wasn't i I wasn't thinking about or i didn't notice until i read this and i i mean we see it for you to open up uh for example a santa and their account a chase account they try to lure you in if you deposit x amount of dollars we'll give you 250 dollars we'll give you 500 dollars, and so so that acquisition cost to grab that customer then to do all that advertisement adds up over time so that's about at least 250 dollars cash app and paypal what do they do hey if you refer your friend you'll get 20 dollars. if you refer your friend you'll get a chance of winning a stock or blah 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 and most of those stocks or most of the stuff they give you are around 20 dollars. so it's a lot easier for digital wallets right now to bring over their customers and i i did not think about that but that's actually pretty pretty smart and like i mentioned right with the ppp with the ppp loans and all the other lending stuff that are now happening cash um cash app and paypal have kind of entered this market as well they they have entered the unsecured personal loans and for those that don't know when you see unsecured loans that's your traditional personal loans your student loans or any kind of loan you take from like lending tree firm or stuff like that where you don't really have anything in collateral all they look at is your pretty much your credit worthness and depending on your credit you get a loan and based on a set apr or interest those are unsecured loans because there's nothing securing that you're gonna pay it back arc investment believes that digital lenders such as square paypal a firm a firm is also public another one i didn't think about lending club is also public Larna, never heard of them are likely to take share from traditional banks so those companies if they're not completely overvalued right now they might represent a great addition to add to one's portfolio to me just the personal loan so i i'm not sure how much i know about lending club but just peer-to-peer lending is not something i'm self-bullish on like not not just that market i do believe the overall fintech and the overall digital wallet is a whole different market and that's why i personally would prepare prefer something over like square something like square paypal um over over like lending tree or lending club and here they talk how this potential maturity in 2025 uh, a digital wallet can be roughly about twenty thousand dollars worth and right now it's worth about close to 250 to $2,000 back to the closer range. And they believe brokerage will be about $1,000. Savings and spendings accounts will be about $1,700. Personal credit and mortgage will be about $2,500. Insurance will be about $2,600. Payments will be about $2,700. Offline and online commerce will be about $9,400. And I, I was thinking, right? I was kind of thinking, how would this increase of digital wallet be good for these companies so like who cares if i have more money in paypal who cares if i have more money in in all these platforms why does it really help at the end for cash app why does it help in paypal the first thing obviously is the simple one there's going to be more transactions right with more transactions if they're doing if they're increasing their offline and online commerce and payments you're gonna they're gonna have there's some fees behind that right maybe us as the consumer we don't see those fees but there's definitely some fees in the back end the second thing it means that people are going to be more and more 
adjustable or familiar with these platforms. And when they become familiarized with this platform, whatever type of other services these other platforms might have, they're going to go with them. Like I mentioned earlier on with my family member who first went to their bank, their personal bank to try to get their PPP loan because they were comfortable with that bank. They've had that bank for some time. Now, when you become comfortable with PayPal, when you become comfortable with Cash App or any other of these digital wallets or fintech, when you need some form of loan, when you need something that they provide, you are going to go to them first. And that's going to go increase the fees, increase the revenue for these companies. And we, we are seeing a strong growth. We can see this digital wallet users here in the United States. And between 2020 and 2024, this curve up is expected to be dramatic. So after 2026, I want to say the curve kind of starts to flatline, kind of starts to saturate. So we're still in the beginning game of this digital wallet of this fintech market. And that's why I am starting to be even more bullish and want to increase my overall exposure in my portfolio in the fintech world. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. This, I, I, The more I read about it, and even though I obviously read this, so you saw the highlights on my PDF, um, I've read this numerous times, and every time I read it, I get a little more bullish and bullish in this market. So let me know what you guys think. Are you guys, uh, are you guys already big in the fintech market? Are you going to grow even bigger? And make sure to share some of the stocks you know in that fintech market. Like I did, I shared one with you guys, Mogo, and we're going to do a little more research on that to see how much more exposure I want to build up in that stock. So take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.